Blog Talk Radio. Technically, you're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. Three, two, one, we're live. Try to get Bob to go and cover it for us. You're live, girl. I know. Are you guys coming over my... Hey, Robert. Bob, what's up? <laughs> Dude, are you okay? If you're call call us Oh wait, he knows the number. He should. By now. By now. Wes Bennett. Wes! What's up, Wes? What's up? If anyone wants to talk to us, 347-677-0699. It is open floor at the dojo. We are here broadcasting live in Seattle, Washington. 
Kathy was just here doing a seminar at my school, and we figured, hey, you know what? It's Sunday. Let's you on the show. Yes, we are on the show right now. Call, give us a call, you guys. Um, it says here, Mr. Robert Deal is watching. <laughs> Stalker. Let's done it. Oh no, it's Bob. <laughs> give us a call, folks, if you want to join the party. It's open floor. It's um just a party over here. Uh, it's a party in Seattle, and uh we're just partying. We're just partying. Just having a good old time. Open floor. You can talk about anything and everything you want, just not religion or politics. Hey, we got somebody calling. Area code? 708. Area code 708. You're on Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. Who's this? Who do you think it is, 708? Oh. Rusty. I don't, I don't know. It's Steve. It's Steve. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, you call, you pop up on our floor and it's just 708. <laughs> 708. On my phone, you see Steve. We've got Robert Deal joining us on the line. Bob! Our Yay! Steve. Hey! Go How Bob. you doing, Bob? Good. I figured it was the third Sunday. I wasn't sure if you were taking 11 o'clock or 6. Yeah, no, we decided to do, we decided to do 6. So... Yeah, so we got people asking Kat. I feel like I'm staring at the light from him. <laughs> <laughs> what was your toughest fight? What was your t- everyone's asking Kat, what was your toughest fight? Okay, Kat, go ahead. Uh, my very first world title fight was probably one of my toughest fights because I had broken ribs going into the fight, and uh, you know, the referee, for whatever reason, just headed out for me. He couldn't stand me. So he kept taking points away from me, and I had a girl that I was fighting who openly admitted she was steroids. It was just a an uphill battle the whole way, and I, I was, uh, yeah, it was a hard fight, <laughs> very hard fight. Wow. Brutal. Raul WT. Bob, are you on? Hey, Rusty, can Bob? you hear me? Oh. Dang, you were a little loud there. You were a little loud there, Bob. Yes, we can hear you, Steve. And we can hear oh, Bob, awesome. too. The last time yeah. I called in, if you recall, it was uh, breaking up a lot. So, yeah. for all the viewers, I would wonder if you don't mind if we revisit something. Sure. We, we, were, we were talking about uh, children getting their, uh, oh, you know, yeah. getting their uh, junior black belt. And then, you know, should they be given a black belt at 18 and stuff like that? And Bob right. had the genius idea of putting you on, on speakerphone because he was mm-hmm. able to hear you better, and then I was too. Thank you, man. Uh, and what I was, when I was saying about maybe having a kid go like, to Purple Belt or something like that at 18 was mm-hmm. generally like an industry standard kind of thing versus – because you gave some great examples of like what if a 14-year-old gets her junior black belt and they study hard for four years and – well, they're ready for their black belt at 18. Should you give them a purple belt? They deserve right. their black belt. Well, just like any quality instructor, if you have integrity, can actually choose to promote somebody maybe two belts at a belt test because they deserve it. And if somebody really deserves it, um, like, for instance, Rusty, if somebody was training at your gym and you gave them a black belt, I would have no doubt they deserve it. But the, right. But what worries me is I have – 
a 12-year-old nephew that, well, he's 14 now. He was given a black belt at 12. Not a junior black belt, but he calls himself a black belt. And the one time I got a chance at 14 years old, I got a chance to ask him to demonstrate some of the things that he did and and see him actually do stuff. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't – he's a white belt. He only deserves a yellow belt because he understands the terminology and what you're asking of him, but he's terrible. Mm-hmm. Now, he's my nephew. He's a good kid, but clearly that was a belt factory. And my you know, wonderful cousin paid for expensive child, uh, child care mm-hmm. and a false sense of security for his kid. So mm-hmm. the problem is, is I'm not talking about what I would consider to be a real instructor with integrity like yourself, but in general, like I know that this kid is a yellow belt only because right. if you, you know, if you gave him the terminology, he understands what a sidekick is. His sidekick mm-hmm. is terrible. He understands what? what a front kick is. His front kick is terrible and so on. So I, you know, of course there's always the discretion of a, an instructor to say you're there. Right. But in general, what worries me is it, it being a standard practice saying, okay, you know, you're 18 now, so you get your black belt. Ow, oh, because there's going to be a lot of kids out there that don't deserve it. And I know no. now my nephew's a good kid, but he's a yellow belt. And yeah. he thinks he's a black belt. And it's mm-hmm. that kind of situation. You know, it's not, it's impossible to set a, a standard. But if you ask me, myself, because, like, you know, Kat and I talked about it, and, you know, I decided, because I'm not training, that when I get back into gi jiu-jitsu, I'm kind of demoting myself to blue belt, and that purple belt doesn't get worn until somebody else re-gives it to me, because I'm not training, and I know I'm not as sharp as I used to be. I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of little details, and, you know, my game is more fundamental now, and there are certain things I do certainly at a pro belt level, but like, you know, I don't have all the tricky stuff that I used to be able to do you know, in terms of gi jitsu, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and I would rather be a badass blue belt than a shitty purple belt. Right. I would rather be an awesome brown belt and have somebody go, gee, maybe I think you're ready for black versus yeah. being a shitty black belt and have somebody look at me like you're a black belt. So, yeah. you know, for me, I would rather be promoted late, but be a fucking badass blue belt, a badass purple belt, or, or a badass whatever belt, versus have somebody right. look at me and go, you're a black belt. Yeah, so yeah. in terms of quality control, I think somebody being promoted late is better for all of the martial arts. You know, I, I, hear, where you're, I hear where you're coming from, and, 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 and I do agree that there has to be some kind of standard. Now here's here's right. the history I was talking about was in terms of like I had a kid who was like a genius. I, I swear he was like you know an old soul. <laughs> it just came back, right? Right. And he all the form like literally I thought I, this guy must have been like some kind of indigo kid or something. I mean the guy was a genius. By the time he was seven years old, he had learned all the forms of of the system. Right. Yeah, and Rusty, I agree with you completely. Yeah, but I was I was at a point where, like you were talking about, I didn't know what to do with with 
with Marcus. I said, well, he's seven. You know what I mean? You know, and I right. just thought about, do I give him a black belt? What do I do? I give it a junior black belt. What do I do? Do I explain it to him that if I give him a junior black belt and he hits like maybe 13, that, that we would, you know, uh, uh, audit for his skill level of that and then promote him accordingly that way? in like adult lexo standards and stuff. And that was, that was finally the plan that I came to was, okay, let's give him a junior black belt and explain to him right. that, well, you know, you're not even 10. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then when you become like 13, 14, we're going to audit you for what you would be as a, an adult. And we're going to take you there and still take the years you have in, in, you know, in the consideration, but just that like, two, three months that I was mulling over this and just agonizing over it, he quit. Yeah. <laughs> he quit. And I yeah, lost. And, and, you know, students. right. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, think about it, though. If somebody quits because they want the belt, they, they probably don't deserve it. Right. Now, he right. was young. He's a kid. He's immature. Maybe he went to the phase where that's, you know, he, he, he you know, he, Maybe he wanted to go play baseball at that point because he was a kid. And maybe, due to your influence, he'll go back to the martial arts one day and he'll get his black belt. And if he does, then he deserves it. But here's the thing. Think about this. There's always the 12-year-old that goes to Harvard. How you doing, Bob? Whoa. Hello? What was that? Was that you, Bob? I think that (laughs) was me. Was that you? That was me. That was. <laughs> hey, Bob, how you doing? How you doing, Bob? Good. Where are you? Where are you, man? Like, are you are you in a parking lot? <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I I see you there, but you know, it's. I know that he. I don't think he quit because I wouldn't promote him. I don't think Mark right. did that. Um. I think he felt my, you know, what do I do with him type of thing. Right. And, and right. When you that, you know, at that age, it's kind of like being, you know, seeing your parents go through a divorce and thinking, what did I do to make this happen? So I don't know if he could have thought, hey, you know, was this me that's making all this pain for Sifu or what? Who knows? You know? Right. I've seen but see, that's what that's what makes a good instructor. Somebody that struggles and goes, should I do this? And not just be like, okay, it's time for you to take a belt test because you want to be able to charge somebody 75 bucks. You need another body in the room to charge $75 to give somebody a belt because, you know, you get 10 people in that room and that's 750 bucks for you that day. And yeah. sometimes, you know how it goes, the higher the belt, the more you pay, which is fucked up because they still cost $3, you right. know. So let's go ahead and take another call. Let's take area code seven zero four seven zero four. You're on dynamic code. Who's this? Hey, this is Pat McDaniel. It is Professor Patrick McDaniel, one of our longtime guests. How you doing? All right. How you guys doing tonight? Really good. It is open floor at the dojo, so we can talk about awesome. What, what do you want to talk about? Well, uh, I, I just I, I just had the opportunity to tune in, so I wasn't real sure where you were on your discussion on topic. So uh, I was just taking some time to see what you were discussing, 
before I really had anything to say. I kind of want to kind of want to jump on the same train. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> nice. We were talking about uh, junior black belts in May. Um, also we're talking about the favorite movies that I I'm just listening. Did I hear you say that some of the discussion was, was, was like junior black belts? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely one of my, my pet peeves. I don't, I'm not sure exactly what you guys covered because well, I just tuned well, in. But it's definitely one of my pet peeves. You know, I can't, I can, you know, when I, when I see nine-year-old black belts that can't even throw a sidekick correctly, that's what I got to draw the line. But you have the yeah. exceptions. You have the exceptions, you know, like whatever that girl, little girl is called, Masahiro Nakano, who is absolutely clean and blah, blah, blah. And I had a kid who was old and absolutely like a genius and picked up on things. And yeah. you know, I was at this loss. What do I do? He's a brown belt. You know, I can keep him a brown belt for another year, but he's still going to be clean. Do I make him a junior mm-hmm. black belt? Do I make him a first, you know, apprentice black belt or first degree black belt and keep him a first degree for like eight years? Sure. You know, is that fair yeah. to him? Um, you know, and and also I had to take into consideration that, you know, once you get a shodan in most styles of karate in Japan, you're still a peon. Right. Well, there's always consideration of, of having him um, assisting and teaching with children's class. Right. The junior black belt. Right. You know, and there's a, what I had in, in our school, a whole different belting system one instructor. And 
some of us, we look at it as a, a, you know, a maturity level. So, yes, we've got, we've got children that are crisp and clean, and the techniques are mind-blowing. However, could you leave your dojo to them if you had an emergency? No. If, if, you know, when the no. parents go on a date and they need a, and they need, need a babysitter when their parents go on a date, then they're not, they're not mature enough. You know, so some of us kind of look at it as a maturity level as well. And uh, we're, you know, we're figuring out ways, what, what to do with this, with this child who's a brown belt, uh, because if he's, you know, nine years old, he's not going to get the black belt, however. So, you know, you just find a little thing to do. But I respect, you know, whatever good teacher does, you know, as far as, as who to put a black belt on or not. But, you know, but that's, that's just my thing. Is that I, I look at it as a maturity accomplishment as well. You know what I mean? With you, I, I completely agree with you. But I think I just I just think it's funny because in Japan, when you get a black belt, it doesn't mean that you get a class. It doesn't mean that you're technically a teacher. It doesn't. You know what I mean? It means you're semi. And that's, that's, that's not what I was saying. I was just saying if you know if you if you had to leave your school for an emergency, whether that student is teaching mature or not, you know, could you leave it to that black belt who's, who's ten years old? No, absolutely not. We better hope that, right, Right. Yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, when it comes to, like... Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. However, when it comes to, like, you know, eight-year-old black belts that can't throw a sidekick, you know, or their knees are buckling in in a horse stance or something, that's kind of when I got to go... I don't know, you know. Right. No, I do know. It's, it's no, you can't have it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, you shouldn't be wearing that, right? No, you won't right. be wearing it in high school, right? Exactly. Oh my God. Anyway, folks, our phone number here is Yeah. 
Did it start when I called? Yeah. Let's just say it did. No. It wasn't because of you. It's all good. It's all good. I think I think Steve's just eating. You're no, awesome, Stephen Stephen Morris. You're awesome. I'm a martial arts promoter. I am just trying to help. Thank you, yep. Stephen Morris. A huge help. <laughs> Hopefully we'll see you at the mega weekend. I was just talking to Bob about that. Like a few months ago, I said, Bob, we should show up for the Mega Weekend one of these days. Yay, Cheryl. Yay, I'm glad you'll be there. I think it's the Where's beginning the Mega of Weekend? I don't know when it is this year. <gasps> Bob! I have no what? idea. What? Uh, no, <laughs> other, other Bob. Other Bob. Yeah, Bob Robinson. Hey, what's up, Bob? How's it going? Other Bob. I better get my comments. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Trying to comment on this one, or maybe they are trying to. No, they are commenting on that one because they have to, because it goes to there. So, so how's it been going, Bob? Robinson. Let's say cat's Bob, Rusty's Bob. Yeah, my Bob, my Bob. Yeah, we'll do that. He's my peep. <laughs> <laughs> Repeat. Oh, Mega Weekend already has. That's right, I forgot. So I don't know when it's going to be in 2018. Oops. 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 Anyway, if anyone wants to call in, give us a call. 347 I wrenched my back, Bob, but Rusty's a Reiki, Reiki practitioner, so she's been helping with my back. Yes, you are my peep and your peep. And here's the plan. <laughs> Wait down lower right there three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine and I can't even read that. <laughs> How cool is that? I had to do that over the weekend a few times. Yes, I am your piece. You are my piece, and my back is killing me. But otherwise, I'm good. Oh, oh, from San Francisco. Hey, Rick. Rick, what's up? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Hey, you know if you guys want to call. So you must not be hurt, Bob. You must be home. Is that what I'm assuming? Oh, cat's Bob or my Bob? My Bob. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we're waiting on Bob Robeson, what about you, Bob? What you been up to? <laughs> not a thing. Not a thing. Really? At least I can tell you directed that question at me. Yeah, yeah, as opposed to, like, Bob Robinson. <laughs> right. I'll call real thing, Claudia. What? What? We can sing. You want us to pull up Actually, Rusty, I got a question for you. Sure. All right. How many, how many arts do you teach at your gym? How many? <laughs> yeah. Well, that we teach. Okay. Because I'm like, right. how many? I thought, how, I thought you asked, how many do you do? And I'm like, fuck. No, how, no how many do you teach and how many do you give, uh, how, how many, like, do you have classes? Like, do you do, okay. uh, do you have a Dossier Paris class? I know you have a Tai Chi class. Yeah. What else do you teach yeah. there? We teach a Kajukenbo blend. Too many bombs. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> too many bombs. So I teach a Kajukenbo blend um, that involves, uh, it's uh, it's a it's a version of what's called the fair cloth method, and I've just kind of added on to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's most of us do. 
And um, uh, and I also teach ten stuff I teach. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. Um, and y'all and uh, and a Filipino martial arts plot went oodles and oodles. James says oodles and oodles of what? Of what, James? Oodles and oodles. Oodles and oodles, yes. I love sticks and knives. Oodles and oodles. And you teach Tai Chi. And I teach Tai Chi. I love moving slow, too. And fast. Okay. So I know you teach it like a knife throwing class, too. I always see stuff like that on Facebook. Oh, yeah. You know, and the, the, those are like, uh, those are like semi-private, not semi-private, but like whenever people just want to, you know, learn how to throw knives, I get these random emails, I want to throw knives, you know, I want to do, like, last month I did a bachelor party, and they wanted to all learn how to throw knives. <laughs> <laughs> a bachelor or a bachelorette party? Next, I was better than my northern <laughs> You know, Rusty, you worried me there a little bit for a second. What's that? Normally when somebody does a bachelor party, it's completely different. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to learn how to throw knives, but guess what? The other side of the party, the 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 bachelorette, the you know, the, 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 the same weekend. So we had the guys on a Saturday and the gals on a Sunday. I went to a nice. different house with with the guy's fiance and her friends, and we did a knife throwing class. And I'm like, what are you guys going to do at your wedding? Are you guys going to throw knives? <laughs> and I just, never, I just never figured out what they were going to do. <laughs> My back should be good by the time I see you, Bob. Good idea. Yeah. It was. It was a party. I had, I had a ton. Oh, sorry. Mm. Um, uh, Desiree, what's up? Anyway, Jeff just wants to say thank you, Coach Cat, for having, for teaching an ass-kicking seminar. It was very much appreciated. My pleasure. Spicing water bottles with the sword is always fun too. Yes. Oh yes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. department of outing, knife party. Yes. Department outing, knife party. That's right. Yeah, knife party. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hop on over. And Bob, um, come, to, come to Washington, Bob. We're gonna have a definite knife party. Where's Bob from? The desert. He's my boss. Oh. He's a really good friend, a dear friend, sweet friend. Oh, hi, and Bob. Hi, Bob. And uh. James says slicing water bottles with the sword is always fun too. James has been to a couple of my sword uh Giddy parties. And I know that sounds kinda of weird, right? What do you like to do? We Kansas City. Hello from Shugosha in Kansas. Kansas. Right on. So we do yes, we do Tennessee Giddy also. That's kinda of semi private. Uh I usually have to do it outside, can't do it in here. Um Come out, Bob. Oh, it's so beautiful out here. Green, lush, gorgeous. Yeah, it rains a lot, but it, <laughs> to me that's perfect. But you know, that's what we want everybody to think. <laughs> that way, you all stay away. <laughs> Don't want you moving here. <laughs> yeah, come out. Next time, I don't know how that's gonna work. Next time we bring you out, how do we bring you? 
everything in that. Thing done. <laughs> yeah, let's go. I am family to you, and you are family to me. The hunting's pretty good out here. I don't hunt, but is it good out here? Yeah, it's a hunting season. James is the guy to talk about about hunting season. He yeah. hunts ducks. Uh, James is a duck hunter. Mm, ducks are too easy. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if they're sitting there, I'm sure, but <laughs> but yay. All right, we'll have to do that. I'll have to pull out the the couch downstairs. There's a hideaway bed. Yeah, see, perfect hideaway bed, and we'll have a nice party. Yes. Yes. We'll have a nice party, <laughs> and if it's during the summer, you're gonna have to pull out the swords. Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. You have to pull out the swords and such stuff. I don't think you'd want me on any video cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would. Why not? Yeah, we would. Because any time I do, I, every time I do like a knife throwing Oh, see, party, he likes couches. Done. There you go. Awesome. It's a, it's a hideout. It's a fold-out bed. So you'd, yeah. you'd have a bed if you came and visited. See? Perfect. There you go. Gotta do it. Gotta do Night it. party. Summer. Because yeah. our summers out here are not like, are not like, oh, my God, it's triple digits. Because I remember Bob knows this, right? I went and visited <laughs> Bob. It was in August or something, and we went to the zoo. We went to the L.A. Zoo, and it was, what, 110 or something? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. I think it was closer to 118. Yeah, it was 118, and we were walking around. I swear to God, my flip-flops were melting. When I got back in the car, the bottom of my flip-flops had, like, had ridges on them, but then they were smooth. All right, so you came out to the desert where Bob and I are. Yeah, that would not be safe. That would not be safe. (laughs) But anyway, yeah. Well, that's okay, Bob. Come out and visit anyway. Your background is good for video. Love to meet anyone out there that's that's from out of town. If you want to announce it, then we do it to the post show given the time date on the groups in advance. Just hit me. I am Thanks, Steven. Heath. Hi, Heath. How are you? Oh, all right, Bob. It's on. Ellen Craft is watching. Ellen! Oh, cool. Cool. Ellen, we're going to be doing a healing session a little later, so can you tune in? Hey, sweetheart. All right. <laughs> Hang in there. <laughs> Actually, Kat, yeah. maybe you could uh, educate some of the audience about cellular release. Yeah. I see how you are, deserter. No. <laughs> it's either that or I pee right here, hon. I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take a sec. Well, if y'all are familiar with, um, oh, I have that back. Uh-oh. Well, did your back mess up, too? I said back. I sit. Hi. No, heat. Heat's going to work better. Uh, time frame. Maybe another hour from now at the most. Um, I've been putting heat on it, and she's been doing Reiki, and so it's a whole lot better. I'm not so stiff. Um, so cellular release. 
Well, I'm glad you're back in town, Bob. Um. is allowing the person or providing an environment for the person to to connect with their higher self and work with themselves, work with their guides, work with God um, to heal whatever ailments they have intentions to heal. There, I said it. Suddenly, we hear crickets chirping. <laughs> That's pretty funny. You're hearing things. What's that? You're hearing things. You hear crickets? I described what Sonia Lisa was about, and I hear nothing. Nothing. Well, Kat, go, you can go into a little bit more detail if you wanted to. Meditative healing. Um, well, I help a person go into a theta state. If you're familiar with the different states of consciousness, I help them go into a theta state, which is where you're most connected to source or God or your higher self or um, the universe, whatever you want to put it, however you want to put it. And um, that's where you have the most creativity. That's where you have, you know, you. Donna! What's up? That's where. Um, like if you had questions or something, and a lot of times, just as you're waking up and you had a, you were wondering where you put something, and all of a sudden you'll see the answer in your mind as you're waking up. As you're waking up, that's when you're in your theta state, and as you're falling asleep, same thing. Um, just a few minutes. Of so I hope you go into that theta state where you're, in it, where you're in it consistently, as opposed to just for a couple of seconds. That's really where the work begins. Yes, bringing light. Thank you, Owen. Darla, love you. Steve, Steve, Steve. Yeah. Dude, all we hear is you banging things around, dude. Oh, sorry. You know what? I'm going to go to Facebook then. This way, uh, you guys don't hear that in the background. Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. either that or we Excellent. can mute your mic, but then I don't know, you know, how you want to talk later, but I'm going to mute your mic. Okay. Thanks. How you doing there, Bob? You got anything that you want to talk about there, bud? Favorite no, pizza? No, I'm, li- I'm, just, I'm just listening. 20 bucks? Steve still owes me 20 bucks. <laughs> Bob Robinson says, Steve still owes me 20 bucks. I will make sure you get that. <laughs> Hi, Darla. Don't don't forget to visit Bruce Lee and Brandon's. Yeah. Uh, Stephen is too late, dude. <clears throat> I gotta fly home tomorrow morning early. Yep. 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 Sorry, too late. So I guess next, next time. time. Next time. A lot of too, a lot of lot of stuff. Not enough time. So. Gotta... Yeah, a whole lot to do. We didn't even get to do the Tai Chi. I know, right? It's okay. It's okay. Another time. Another time. We'll have to bring you out again or next time I come out or whatever. Something. I don't know when I'm coming out again. My Grandmaster Art Kamacha. Is Art watching? Art? Are you watching? <laughs> Art Kamacha? Yeah. Let's see here. Sweet. Uh, oh, yeah, he is. 
He's watching. Or he likes it. I'm cooking in the kitchen. Sorry about the noise. It's okay. It's all good. It sounded whatever it was. It sounded yummy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess I get the fuck, lady. <laughs> all right. Yes, we're we're uh we're aware that we're cutting in and out. Um which we, we don't understand why we're cutting in and out. So fighting with the kitchen. Fighting in and out of this. Yeah, we're cutting in and out yeah. of this. Sorry. <clears throat> sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That- Claudia need to get a part time job or position with you girls. Too much fun. Sounded yummy. Oh, Steve, I guess he's cooking in the kitchen, so she said it sounded yummy. That was just being funny. Yeah, just a joke. Just a joke. (laughs) Because I heard something that sounded like like that or something. But anyway, if anyone wants to call in and just join the party, 347-677-0699. It's, uh, we've got another... Let's see, we started late, so we got about another 30 minutes technically to the show. But we don't have to use it all unless you guys call in, that kind of thing. So we're all, we're all good. So anyway, 347-677. So Bob, Bob, what you cooking for dinner? Art Camacho. Hey, what's up? Oh, you Hi, have Art. a life, Art. You do, and a, a very fun one. And Claudia says, is that a maybe? Where do I apply? <laughs> okay, who's 818? Oh, Bob. Oh, Bob. What up, Bob? That's, that's our Bob. What? Yeah. And the cat goes, who's 818? And I said, that's Bob. Our Bob. Ruben. So, yeah. So, I'm just going to label your label your line there so everyone knows who you are. <clears throat> Where do you apply? I don't know, Claudia. I don't know. You can just call in. I don't know. <laughs> We got to do a video show from a campsite. There you go. With Bob. Oh, hell yeah. There you go. Definitely got to do that. There you go. Big jam and steak. Big jam and steak? That's what he's Is that making. Is your cooking? Yeah. To kick off the survival YouTube show. Yes. We have to do that, Bob, for sure. You guys have a survival YouTube channel? Dude, we do. Really? Yes. Yes. I will so subscribe to that. Awesome. Ha ha ha. You girls will sing if I call. Do we really I, want I, her I. to call? <laughs> <laughs> I, I only fake it. I can't really sing. I'm okay. I, I fake it. As long as I'm singing with somebody, I'm okay. If I sing by myself, except it's, unless it's happy birthday. If I sing happy birthday, Freaking spot on, beautiful. Spot on. Yeah. Spot on. Yeah. They can find us a karaoke bet. I don't even know what songs you know. We've only got a few. <laughs> I know Hallelujah. <laughs> Which I don't. I know. I know. <laughs> Which I don't. Uh, <laughs> how about Claudia? If I play you a pre-recorded karaoke song that I had done. Will you call? Because everything's been mixed. 
I've done, I did all the backing vocals to it also. So if I played one for you, would you call? 50 miles today, searching for meditation spots on the Takes and River today. 50 miles? Damn. You should have, Kathy, tell a little bit about uh, the seminar and give us a bit of play-by-play of what you taught. She's writing the number. (laughs) <laughs> to I'm call. Writing, I'm writing the number to call. Hold on. But she has to write it backwards because it's and upside down. And upside down. So Claudia, if I play a pre-recorded karaoke tune that I had already did with all the backing vocals, all of them, because I I love mixers. Would that count as us singing? Because you know, you know. That's the number to call. Three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine. Thank you very much. Zero six nine nine. Um so in the seminar I taught some counter drills, sparring <coughs> drills, things that uh that work in a fight. Uh whether it's a kickboxing match or MMA match or a boxing match. And I also worked on offensive tactics teaching people how to attack as well as how to defend off of punches, um, striking the vital targets like the eyes and the windpipe and the groin, stuff like that there. Is that good, Steve? I love you, Ellen. Thank you. No lie, baby, lie. <laughs> Acapella? Ready? No, I've got. I've, One. I've got, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Jesus, I don't have very many. Hold on. Whatever. My <laughs> vote goes for you are just do not tell them you are you aren't. Just My vote don't. goes for you are just do not tell them. All right. It goes. Who's Art? Art Camacho. Oh, Art. <clears throat> So I don't know what are you sing? <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know. I, I don't wait, know what they're let's, talking let's about go either. Back. Let's go back a little bit. Don Wilson or Olivia Who is Greener? more? Oh, macho. Who is more? Macho? <laughs> Who's more macho? Uh-oh, look. <laughs> oh, awesome. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just refreshing the screen. No, oh, okay. And and Claudia voted for art. Good choice, Claudia. <laughs> Hello. Oh, there you are. Here I am. So yeah, I couldn't hear you guys at all. Which I'm I'm usually okay with, by the way. Yes, there's a male on here. I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, so I can hear the listeners. I just can't hear the host. I can hear the host. That's where you. I I don't know. I can't hear the host at all. So, Rusty, I can't hear you. I can hear you. I don't know. Hello? 
That's me. That's me. I don't know what you lost, but I'm still here. Hello? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello? I don't know. Hello. 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 I okay. I I think I hear Bob. <laughs> Me neither. Hello. I don't know. I hear you. Hello. 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 And who's this? I'm I'm the seven one three. Are you are you talk radio? No, I'm just calling. Hello. Hello. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, hello, hello. I can hear you. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, hello. 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 I hear you. 
I hear music. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh Okay. Hello, hello. Hello? Hello? Okay. 
Hey, 